0: This is Dr. Benny Tate, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's message at Rock Springs Church. Wherever you are, I hope this message encourages you and helps you grow in your walk with God. Here's this week's message from Rock Springs Church. You look at Matthew 23, verse 11. This is what the Bible says in Matthew 23, verse 11. It says, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant and martin luther king jr said these words any man or woman can be great because any man or woman can serve and jesus said let the greatest among you be your servant let's pray lord as we bow our heads and our hearts in your presence i pray today that you would just speak to us and through us i pray today god that you would just give your word a free course to travel may it find a lodging place in the hearts of men women boys and girls we love you god we exalt you we thank you for what you're going to do may the invitation be fruitful and for all you do we'll give you glory honor and praise for i pray this prayer in Jesus name. Amen. you may be seated. I want to talk to you about we need to serve. We need to serve. For several weeks now I've been preaching about why church, why church? Two men get up one morning and they go deer hunting, they're out there deer hunting and one says to the other says, you know I just realized today's Sunday. Today's the Lord's Day, and we're out here hunting deers. And his friend said, well, I I know it's the Lord's Day, and I know it's church day, but I couldn't have gone anyway because my wife's very sick. (laughs) Why church? Well, folks, there's a lot of reasons for church, but one of the reasons for church is church gives every person the opportunity to serve. Here's what's interesting. Every person was made to serve. God created you to serve. The greatest need that a person has in their life is the need to be needed. And what's so wonderful about a local church, your purpose for life will be fulfilled through your local church and what's so wonderful about a local church is a local church provides a place for you to serve you know what's interesting the church does provide a place for to serve but only 10% of the people in the average church in America actually serve in the church only 10% 90% just want to preacher ed and a sermonette so they can get home get in the kitchenette amen and sometimes have a cigarette but anyway <laughs> 90% say I, I have no ministry I have no service inside the church now listen if all God was interested in doing was taking you to heaven and taking me to heaven i tell you what he should have done in my life. When I was 16 years old and I gave my life to Christ, what he should have done right there is just zap me. You say, what do you mean, Pastor? What I'm saying, what he should have done right there is just kill me. Because, folks, I was right with him. And if all God was interested in doing was taking me to heaven, ladies and gentlemen, he would have just zapped me right there. But God was not just interested in taking us to heaven. God is interested in giving us some heaven on earth. God is interested in giving us some heaven on earth. And that comes through serving. Now the Bible says this in Mark 10 and 45. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Why? Why did Jesus come? Jesus said, this is the reason I came. Jesus said, I simply came to serve. I simply came to serve. You said, Pastor, I I, want to be like Jesus. I know you do. But if we really want to be like Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, we got to serve. Now, there's a story in the Bible, in John chapter 13, of Jesus taking a basin of water and taking towels and washing the disciples feet. It's the ultimate story of service. And and I want us to get five or six things right from that story that I think will help us as we serve. The first thing I want us to get from that story is security. I want us to get security from the story. Now, now look, Jesus walks into the room in John chapter 13. He takes a basin and towel, and he washes all the disciples' feet. You say, Pastor, what, what enabled him to do that? Well, the Bible tells us in John 13 verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands... And that he was come from God and he went to God. <laughs> See, you got to understand something. In biblical times, they walked on these dirt roads. They were dusty. They, they didn't have asphalt. They didn't have concrete. They, they, they walked on dirt roads. And their feet would get real dirty and nasty. And the lowest servant, ladies and gentlemen, of a household would be the one who would wash people's feet when they came in. Now, none of the disciples did it. But why could Jesus do it? Well, verse 3 tells us He He knew that the Father had put all things in his hands. He knew where he came from. He knew where he was going. See, he was secure in who he was. The reason why a lot of people can't serve, ladies and gentlemen, is because they're not secure in who they are. They're not secure in who they are. They live their lives out of insecurity. Now, that was the case of the disciples. If you read the text, the Bible tells us, tells us this about the disciples. It says, they were debating (laughs) on who was the greatest. They were debating on who was the greatest among them. And Jesus said, I want to show you something. And he took a towel and he took a basin of water and he washed their feet because he was secure in who he was. See folks, many times we come to church, <laughs> and we've got a bill on, and we say, Pastor, what's this church going to do for me? What does this church offer me? I, 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 I need to be fed. I, I, I need a sermon. No, 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 you're, you're wanting to be spoon-fed from the pulpit and me to burp you at the back door. <laughs> and no, 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 uh, Pastor, I, I, I just, I need this. No, no, the f- problem is you, you, you put the billbone on and you've made it about you. Right. You've made, what you don't serve is you've got a billbone on and it's all about you. Right. But God wants you to take the bill off. Listen to me, congregation. God wants us to put the towel on. God is wanting you to get that bill off. God is wanting you to get that bill off God is wanting you to get that bib off and God is wanting you to get that towel on yeah. and God is wanting every one of us to serve yeah. but a lot of people can't serve folks yeah. because you're leading, you're living, you're walking yeah. out of your insecurity yeah. instead of walking in your security yeah. and when you know who you are in Jesus Christ yeah. ladies and gentlemen it will help you to have the yeah. proper self-esteem yeah. and you're willing to serve See, secure leaders are not into titles. They're into towels. So we got to decide, am I going to be into titles or am I going to be into towels? See, the first word I want you to see is security. But there's a second word I want you to see is Jesus saw the needs. Let me explain If you've ever been to the upper room, and many of you have been with me, and you said, Pastor, I'd love to go. I'm going back in June. If you've ever been to the upper room, it's a small room. This is the room where the Holy Spirit descended. This is the room where Jesus took the towel and the basin and washed their feet. Now, wait. There were 12 other guys in the room. But they walked by the towel. They walked by the basin. Here's what I want you to see. There's opportunities all around us to serve. There's opportunities all around you to serve. But you have a choice of whether or not you're going to walk past the basin. You, 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 have, a, you have a choice of whether or not you're going to walk past the towels. And see, I, you said, Pastor, what's my motivation? I, I just don't really have a lot of motivation I don't have a lot of motivation for picking up the towel. Well, look what the Bible says in Luke chapter 7, verse 37. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner. By the way, is there anybody in the congregation that that doesn't describe? Including the pastor. Is there anybody you said pastor, that doesn't describe me? I believe it does, folks. He said, "No, no, it's it's not me. Let me talk to your mate. She'll tell me all about it. He'll tell me all about it." When she knew that Jesus sat at the meat of the Pharisees' house, she brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with her hair, and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Look what the next is verse. And he turned to the woman and said, Simon, seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. She gave me no water. Thou gavest me no water for my feet. But she hath washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman since the time I came to her has ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil and did us did my head with oil Thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, for she loved much, but whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. You see, Pastor, what's our motivation? Here's our motivation, what the Lord has done in our lives. The fact that God has forgiven us. See, security, Saul needs But then there's a third thing I want you to see. She set things aside. Look what verse 4 says of John chapter 13. John 13 says, He riseth from supper, look, and laid aside his garments. This is something I've realized, folks. If we're going to serve the Lord, (laughs) you got to set some things aside you might have to set aside some spending to do serving. You might set aside some sleeping to do serving. You might set aside some swiping to do serving. You might set aside some sports to do serving. You might set aside searching the internet to do serving. You might set aside self time if you're going to do some serving time. But I want you to understand something. For what you give up, you'll gain so much more. For what you give up, you'll gain so much more. Because understand this, serving is the secret to greatness. Serving is the secret to greatness. Matthew 20 and 26 says this, Whosoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. If you want to be great, you just start serving. In the 1880s, there was a couple. It was a rainy night, and they had gone to several hotels trying to get a room. And they couldn't get a room. And they finally went to this hotel in Philadelphia, trying to get a room and there was an attendant working there. And he said, I am so sorry, sir and ma'am, we're full. We don't have any rooms. But he said, I'll tell you what, I don't have a nice room, but I do have a bed. It's a small room. I'll tell you what you can have. You can have my room tonight. It, 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 it's, it's, it's not the best, but, but, but it is a room. And that elderly couple said, well, thank you so very much. And they took the room. And the next morning, they came down into the lobby. And they said to that young man, thank you so much. We was able to get some rest. We didn't know what we were going to do. And they said to that young man, you ought to be the manager of the best hotel in the world. He said, you're so kind. Two years later, he received a letter from that man. That man's name was William Waldorf. (laughs) He, 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 two years later, William Waldorf had built the greatest hotel in the world in New York City, the Waldorf Hotel. And he said to that young man, true story, I want you to come and I want you to be the first manager of my hotel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I know. If you'll humble yourself, God will exalt you. And if you want to be great, you just start serving. And it's amazing what God would do with your life. Serving is the secret to greatness. Because if serving is beneath you, leading will always be above you. Because serving is the secret to greatness. Let me tell you the second thing. Serving brings significance. Every week of my life, whether it be here or somewhere else, I'm speaking to very successful people. But you know, many times when I'm speaking to those successful people, I know they're as empty as can be. Many times when I'm speaking to very successful people, I know they're empty as can be. Because see folks, all the success in the world will leave you empty. All the success in the world will leave you empty. See, success is what happens to you. But significance is what happens through you. You say, Pastor, I don't know if I'm successful or I have significance in my life. I'll tell you how do you know. If, if it's just success, it's about you. But if it's significance, ladies and gentlemen, it will always be about other people. Success is about you. But significance is about other people. And every person needs significance in your life. My mother, uh, a few years back, I would call her and I'd say, Mama, are you going to church today? And she said, oh, yeah, I got to go today, Benny. She'd say, I'll tell you why I've got to go today, Benny. She said, "Uh, we're having lunch after service. It's a small church, a small Presbyterian church. and She said, "We're, we're having lunch after service today. And she said, Pastor Harry's already called me. And Pastor Harry's called me and he said, Melba, you're going to be at church today, aren't you? And she said, I told him yes. Let me tell you, Benny, why Pastor Harry wants me to come. Apparently, there's no women over there who know how to fry okra. And she said, He calls me Paige, he calls me Benny every time because he says, I want to make sure you're coming, because you know how to fry that okra up. You know how to get it, you know, you know how to almost burn it. You know how to make sure it's done. You know how to make sure that okra is delicious. And she said, So I sure can't miss Sunday. I, I can't miss Sunday because they gotta have that okra. Folks, I I don't know if they needed that okra. But my mother needed that okra. And I don't know what your okra is, but there's some okra in your life. I I don't know what your okra is, but there's some okra in your life. Because, see, the greatest need we have is the need to be needed. The greatest need we have is the need to be needed. Oh, folks, and and that comes through serving. Because serving brings significance. Let me me, me tell you the third thing. This is so good. (laughs) Serving allows us to be involved in the biggest thing on earth. Serving allows you to be involved in the biggest thing on earth. Gerald Ford was at NASA. He said, I was walking the halls of NASA and I saw a female custodian. And her work was immaculate. It was par excellence. She was a tremendous custodian. And he said, I walked over to that custodian, the president of the United States, and I said to that lady, ma'am, I believe you're the greatest custodian I've ever seen. The, the work you're doing here is tremendous. And that custodian lady looked at the president. She said, Mr. President, please don't take no offense. But I'm not just a custodian. I'm a part of putting a man on the moon. I'm a part of putting a man on the moon. Let me tell you something. You're involved in something greater than putting a man on the moon. You're involved in putting men, women, boys, and girls in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, we're involved in the biggest thing on earth. Do you realize last year at Rock Springs Church, we had so far this year, it's, it's October, This year through Rock Springs Church, we've had 1,147 people give their lives to Jesus Christ. 1,147 people give their lives to Jesus Christ. And if you're serving, you have a part. Last Sunday was my turn in the nursery to work. My heart wasn't in it. My feelings were hurt. A child from its mother did not want to part. It cried a lot with its broken heart. I prayed that soon the hour would end, that I could relax. No more children to tend. Soon the hour was over. It felt good to be free. I said, once a month in this nursery is too much for me. The very next Sunday I sat in the pew. A very good sermon, but the visitors were few. But down came a woman and her soul was saved. She was the mother of that crying babe. Then it dawned on me that I had been a part of one being saved, giving God her heart. From that day on, I would never dread working in the nursery while souls are fed. Get this. Serving is what will be rewarded in heaven. <laughs> serving, according to Mark 10, 29, 30, serving is what will be rewarded in heaven. I heard about a guy that was very successful, but he was very stingy. And he gets to heaven and he sees all these mansions. And then there's a the little old eight by eight shack. Peter says to him, that's yours. And he said, that's mine. What do you mean? He said, we did the best we could with what you sent up. <laughs> let, 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 let me give you a couple more and I, I'm done today. The next word I want to give you is shift. Shift. Now get this. We got Jesus here. We got Jesus, he's, he's washing feet. He's washing feet. He's washing feet. But in the next 24 hours, he's going to be arrested. He's going to be betrayed. He's going to be beaten with a cat of nine tails. He's going to be nailed to a cross and hang six hours. But 24 hours before his mind is on washing feet. 24 hours before his mind is on washing feet. You know what many of us we got to do? We got to shift, folks. We, we got to get a shift. Because if we're not careful, it's self on our mind and Calvin Klein on our behind. (laughs) But we got to shift. We got to shift. No, we got to quit looking in the mirror and we got to start looking out the window. We we, got to shift. How how do we do that, Pastor Ben? Well, look what the Bible says don't be selfish don't try to impress others we buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like oh I've got to get the back rub the hot tub the drink at a pub yeah I've just got to keep up with the Joneses and every time you catch them they refinance Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Look, be humble. Think of others as better than ourselves. Don't look out only for our own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. My wife, Barbara, worked for a while as a pink lady, so I got interested in that auxiliary, and I found out something that 85% of pink ladies have no emotional problems. 85% 85%, well, it's pretty self explanatory because their focus is not on themselves, their focus is on others. They're certainly not doing it for money. Their focus is not on themselves, their focus is on helping other people. Let, let, me, let me give you the last point, and I'm done. Sign up, show up, and serve. Sign up, show up, and serve. That's what Jesus did. He said in Luke two forty nine, I must be about my father's business. You know, I, I thought about this, folks. I, I thought about the fact that this year we've reached one thousand one hundred and forty seven people through salvation. I thought, how many could we have reached if more people in our in our congregation were actually serving? How many could we reach if more people in our congregation were actually serving? That's why I put in your sermon folder and insert and just encouraging people to sign up. First impressions, greeter, usher, care team, parking, choir, welcome center, bookstore, RS kids, students, small groups, production, outreach, you name it. Those are just the main titles. They break down into categories. But what if we signed up and said, Pastor's right. I'm not saved to sit. I'm saved to serve. For too long, my favorite song's been I Should Not Be Moved. (laughs) I'm not going to sing Standing on the Promises if all I'm doing is sitting on the premises. I'm going to start serving. I'm going to get signed up. This week, I, I walked into the service Wednesday night. I just want to tell you this. I've got a couple of things, and then I'm done. A lady said to me, Pastor, she said, Let me tell you. She said, Brother Benny, I live beside an older couple. <laughs> and if I refer to them at this season of my life as older, they're 100. <laughs> but she said, I, I live by this older couple, and she said, I invited them to church. I invited them to church, and they said, well, it's the end of the month. She said, well, we're giving away food. She said, it's the end of the month, and we, we don't have gas to get there. We don't have gas. And she said, it was the end of the month for me too, Brother Benny. Mississippi, the poorest state in the union. she said, I said, well, I've got $10, $10 that will, that will help you with gas. And she said, I didn't have much, but I gave them my $10. The other day I was pumping gas. and I looked over and somebody was at pump three, getting $10 worth. I thought that would get them to pump four. She said, I I gave them $10. She said, but Brother Benny, I want to tell you. They came to the service. Once I saw them, I started interacting with them. I said, I want you to sit beside me. They both sat right beside me. And she said, Preacher Benny, you preached. And both of them gave their heart and life to Jesus Christ. Greatest feeling on earth. See, here's where you missed it, folks. See, people, when I'm preaching about church, look here. The church don't need you. You need the church. You need the church. You you need the church. I need the church, folks. We all need the church. And it's not just we've got all this work to do and we need somebody to do it. No, no, no. You need the significance. You need the significance that comes to your life through serving somebody else because it's the greatest feeling in the world when we serve other people. Before I left going home Friday, I saw a young man. Let me tell you about this young man. He's gone through a very difficult relational breakup. But I noticed him, he's been around the church. He's helping us with projects and he's just doing everything. He may have a weed eater one day and he he may be painting. And I just went up to him and I said, thank you for serving. He said, no. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the one that's received the blessing i'm the one that received the blessing don't you thank me pastor thank you i couldn't have made it through what i've gone through i couldn't have made it he said without the privilege of serving the lord here see somebody said oh my loved ones are floating around on a cloud in heaven baloney your loved ones are not floating around, I'm sorry, but your loved ones are not floating around in clouds in heaven. Well, please then tell me what they're doing, Brother Benny. I'm glad you asked. Therefore, are they before the throne of God? look, and serve Him day and night. Friend, if we're gonna serve in heaven, just like we're gonna worship in heaven, doesn't it make sense that we ought to be serving down here? We ought to be serving down here in light of what the Lord has done for us. Why do we serve? Why do I preach? Why do you go like you go, Pastor Benny? Because listen, all matters is people having their hearts right with God. All matters. Eternity's too long to be wrong. We need to know that people know that they know that they're right with God. Folks, let me, we need to know that we know that we know that people are right with God. Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Rock Springs Church. If you would like more information about Rock Springs, be sure to follow us on social media or connect with us at rockspringsonline.com. Join us right here next week for another message from Rock Springs Church.